welcome to another episode of the Past the Brain Cell podcast, where we don't talk about spouses and shit. I am your host, Exotic Minivan. And it is your number one soybean, EJ Soybean. Filling in for Lightfire 53 this week, his better American clone, Lightfire 54. <laughs> so, yeah, unfortunately, uh, someone at Lightfire's job decided that he did not want him to record a podcast today. So he kept him there very, very late and forced us to completely ruin our entire backlog of ideas to fill in an episode with whatever dog shit we can come up with. If you're an anime fan, this is a filler episode. <laughs> yeah. No, no, be- no beach picks. Sorry. Those no, don't no. come free. Of course not. <laughs> so, Speaking of beach picks, I got an upgraded profile picture on... His, his profile picture is... If, is something. Like, if you know it, you know it. Yeah. <laughs> if you, you've you been on it. a you know certain... Exactly what it is. Yeah, if you've been on a certain website and watched a certain video based on a certain video game... Uh, it's a real life equivalent. You will know it. <laughs> like, <laughs> so beautiful. I love it. I'm still mad at you for using AI art. Fuck you. <laughs> no, no, no. That's an actual person. That's a real life person. Is that really? I weird? do not believe. It. Yeah, it's I don't a real know. Life person. I took it. So I was going. Count the fingers Instagram. right now. No, I went to I went through Instagram and it was just it happened to be a picture of this person and I was just like. I am just going to take it and make it my profile photo on Discord. And yeah. You're so corny. I know. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't have the body to pull that off 100%. The American and the Canadian in me are disappointed right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Um, well, this week, I guess not a lot to talk about gaming, unfortunately. Um, I have a really funny story, but it involves like fire of the 53 variety, so I'm actually going to save that story for next week. Um, but we did get approved for the apartment, so we will Ooh. be moving in May. Uh, nice. We're very excited. Good yeah. job. Yeah, and we went to uh, Nebraska Furniture Mart and bought a couch and put ourselves in debt. <clears throat> so, you know, debt and a new couch. Pretty great, guys. Oh, <laughs> so, Yeah. So we're uh, we're very excited. Um, this is gonna we're gonna fix it up for us, and it's it's gonna be great. Second floor apartment. We're gonna do the stomping. We finally don't need to cover up our windows. We can let in the nice natural light, and um, it's gonna be great. We're very excited. So May first may be the end of the podcast. We don't know yet. We're still trying to figure that out. <laughs> Uh, so how about you, Life Fire 50? Oh, shit. How about you, Soybean? Uh, this week went by really well. Um, just, I guess, we since we do game updates normally, right? Um, first time I ever went flawless without paying someone to help me go flawless, which was amazing. It was all self-driven. Um, final round was a four. Uh, it was four, 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 four match schedule there. And it was literally match point, and either team could have won. And I literally popped my stasis super at the perfect time to kill all three of the guardians on the opposite team. It was beautiful. I was screaming. I lost my voice for a couple of seconds because I was screaming so loud. And then went to the lighthouse, which was beautiful, amazing, and it was gorgeous. Amazing. 
That's in Destiny yeah. 2, by the way. You know, because not that everyone is just knows. Too. How about you, Lightfire 54? <laughs> How about you, Lightfire? Yeah, so let's see. I played some Destiny this week with uh, Lightfire and Lightfire. That was kind of cool. We uh, haven't done the raid just yet, but we did do a lot of farming in Duality Dungeon. There's a glitch right now where you can get artifice armor, which is basically like some real fancy, nice stuff um, by convincing the first boss of a dungeon to jump off the map. Um, I guess he just is not a fan of Don Hertzfeldt's It's Such a Beautiful Day, gets depressed and runs off the edge. So that was uh, something we did for a while. I haven't hopped into trials yet. I might do that tonight after we're done recording. Um, we'll see. I'm not much of a PvP sweat. Um, and Bungie, on the off chance you listen to this podcast, any of the employees don't ban Soybean for paid carries. He's a freaking idiot for admitting that out loud. Anyways, um, I am at 102 of 120 stars for my Super Mario 64 completionist run. So I have two stars left on course 13, which is what I was working on last week, which is Tiny Huge Island. Um, it's I just have the 100 coin and the 8 red coin star for that island left. Um, I have no, no motivation to do it, especially considering that the only other stars I need left are from TikTok Clock and Rainbow Ride, which are the two maps that make everyone collectively pull their hair out for that community. So I don't know how or when I'm going to get back into that just yet. I, right before we started recording tonight, just streamed The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild for the very first time. I... Ooh. Just got the glider, so I'm not super far in. That's more or less like the extended tutorial of the game. But I had a great time with it. It was lots of fun. And I'm looking forward to deep dive into that. Oh, I also got stuck in like a death loop um, in, in Destiny 2 this week, which was really dumb. But I got a really hard achievement for it. So a win's a win, I guess. So I should have mentioned this last week, uh, but I did play the Resident Evil 4 uh, Chainsaw demo. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very good. I didn't learn until I watched some gameplay that you can parry attacks, which would have helped me not get stabbed in the shoulder with an axe several times. Um, so... That came out. I played it. I enjoyed it. I didn't really watch it, too many videos on it, but I kept seeing like video titles like "Why I'm Worried About the Resident Evil 4 Remake." I'm like, okay, well, it's not gonna play exactly the freaking same, guys. Like, come on. Like, you can be able to move while you shoot. You can be able to, I guess, parry attacks. Didn't know that. Um, like, story is still there. You know, your inventory is still there. Everything is still there. And then, to my uh. To, to my hearts, I, I don't know. To my excitement, IGN released their review of the Resident Evil 4 remake, and they gave it a 10 out of 10 and called it a masterpiece. So excited! Uh, Friday, I did see March that. 24th. 
I, I did see that and like pretty much across the board um it looks like the resident evil 4 remake is getting non-stop 10 out of 10s from virtually everyone so like I, I i'm happy for you and i can't wait to hear your thoughts on it as you make your way through it i also seen leon do a body slam to an old zombie lady which was hilarious so you oh, know, so leon hit they, the gritty yeah, in fortnite they used to do that in um, the old Resident Evil 4 also. He would, like, suplex people. It was really ridiculous. Um, it was beautiful. He capped her in the knee, and then he flung her and flipped her over, which was even yeah. it was beautiful. Oh, oh, it's incredible. It's way scarier. Like, it's actually, like, the old one's kind of scary at, par- at like, mm-hmm. points. But, like, this one, I was like, ooh, this is actually kind of a deadly. Man, it's almost like they remade a game to make it scarier and play better. Although, something I disagree with in the IGN review, they're like, man, the other one is so clunky and plays like shit. I'm like, not really. Like, once you learn the controls, it plays really well for the way the controls are made. It's not like you're dying constantly via cheap deaths or anything. It's just, there's a bit of a learning curve and, you know, I mean, you could say that about any old game. It's like, well, the controls are awful. Okay. (laughs) But like... I don't know. I think they're fine, <clears throat> but you know, my favorite game. Well, as of all long time. as you're happy, that's that's all that matters. Yeah, as long as I'm happy, you're not. That's fine. As long as I'm happy. Yeah, well. exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lightfire Fifty Four kept. Sorry, this is so stupid. I love it. Um, they mentioned it's such a beautiful day, and actually, right before you guys got on, I was watching a really shitty childhood movie. You guys any really shitty childhood movies that you like? Um, because the one I was watching is so it's it's really good. <laughs> I mean, like for me, like it's really it's a really bad movie, but it's called Hot Wheels World Race. You guys ever seen Ooh. it? No, I saw like commercials for it, but I never watched it. Oh man, it's it's a treat. There are some fantastic fantastic lines in that movie i watched the first like 20 minutes before you guys showed up it's good there's like a bunch of like this um this professor uh aptly named professor tesla so nice nice um he builds these he builds you know hot wheel cars and it's like you need to do this race um go this different dimension uh it's built by this ancient civilization called the Excel- the accelerons which Okay, um, the main character, I think his name's Vert Wheeler, he has some of the best lines I've ever heard in a movie. Um, he skateboarded with his friend, his friend falls over, this is like the first scene in the movie. And he's like, you know, if we team up, we could get, like, sponsored. And he's like, don't you know, I'm a team of one. And then leaves, and then you're like, oh, okay, that's a really stupid line. Then later on... He's learning the abilities of one of his cars, or his car, and someone, and a lady in a similar car that does the same ability comes up and is like, Hey, Vert, since we both have Wave Ripper cars, what, maybe we should be a team. And he goes, Forget it, Lonnie. I'm a team of one. <laughs> With this, like, smug <laughs> look on his face. And I'm like, Come on, dude. <laughs> like, give me a break. And, um, Whenever, so he just turned 16 in the movie, <laughs> and 
he comes home and his and his dad's like, well, you know, I gotta go to the military service, so um, you know, whenever you know, I'll take you to the testing center, but I can't like let you drive the car right now. And he's like, you told me when I was sixteen I could drive the car. And he's like, well, you know, you can't always get what you want. And he's like, he's or he said, um, nothing is more important than what I want. You can't always get what you want. Um, and then and then the next thing he goes. Then he looks his dad in the in the eyes, points a thumb at himself, and goes, "I'm going to be the greatest driver in the world." <laughs> he goes, "I don't have time for this." <laughs> Just like shut the fuck up and get in the car. Um, <laughs> if you ever have a chance to watch it, absolutely watch it. There's a um, there's a version on YouTube. It's 29 parts, but it's the whole movie. Um, they don't mess with the sound or anything. Um, so 100% recommend Hot Wheels World Race. <laughs> it does not like it does not sound. I mean, I love like cars. Wait, 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 wait! I like cars. It's not like I don't like cars, but a team of one it sounds like a team of none, right? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that he's he's going to end up going to be like a, he's going to form a team, right? Like he's just he's a misfit that's like I can do it by myself. I need nobody. Then this is how the story is going to end up going. He's going to find himself in a really bad situation. And some other guy is going to magically help him out of that situation. And they're going to win together. And it's going to be teamwork at the end. So and then you're he's going to make of, up with his dad. You're kind of not wrong, except he doesn't get into a situation. That Professor Elon Musk Tesla forces them to make teams. And so... He makes a team with him, Lonnie, his friend from the beginning of the movie, and then another, like, there's another racer, his little brother. And his mm -hmm. little brother is like, I want to prove myself and prove I'm the biggest big brother, little brother. And gets himself in a sticky situation, and that's when, that's when he's like, yo, you know what, we should be a team. <laughs> and then he's like Mr. Team the entire movie, and it's like, what happened to being a team of one? Like those are the that's the best line in the movie. Besides, I'm gonna be the greatest driver in the world. Yeah, that's just, it's so good. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. You should. I mean, I said I'll watch it. Send it to me, and I'll watch it. For Wait, you seriously watch it? If yeah, you I'll do, watch it. Yeah, I do a review I'll next week, and <laughs> I'll do review for you. And I'll be like, hey, this is what I thought about it. So my movie that I want you guys to watch, it's an old one. It's called Page Master. Yep, classic. Grew up on it. Classic movie. But, it also is... that, but also, that's not a bad movie. That's a fucking phenomenal movie. That movie's goaded. It's a, it's a, I think it's an amazing movie. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It's rated, like, if you look at it, um, like, anywhere, like, um, like, Apple movie or anything like that, it has a squash tomato. They do not 20, give it... 21%. I just pulled it up. Yeah. Exactly. What? It's I don't know a what taste is. They, they do not. Real quick, actually, um, let me look up Hot Wheels World Race on. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> if it tomatoes. has more, if it has more than than Page Master, I'm done. It's so good. It doesn't. It has zero reviews on the tomato meter and fewer than fifty ratings for the audience score. So it does not have. <laughs> 
It does not have rating. one. Well, technically, okay. if you give it a thumbs up on the on the you know your side of the review, it'll have a hundred percent because there's no one else that's going to get to you. You know what? It's such a beautiful day has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Because that's amazing, and do I need you to rewatch it. So, do you actually think so? Or are you just saying that? Because like you're the only other person besides me that's like this is good. Because everyone else that watched this is like, what the fuck is this? It's because they don't actually, like, think about it. If you think about what the movie's trying to tell you, then you appreciate it more. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe we need to do that. Maybe we need to have a movie night where all of us watch it together and then just talk about it afterwards. I would be super down for that. Well, I'm glad it'll be 50-50 on this is amazing and what the fuck is this instead of, like, me liking it and everyone else being like, who, who are you? Why are you my friend? Get out of my house. I mean, I would never kick you out. I'll judge you silently. Like I'll give you like a look and be like, huh, okay, and now I know what your taste is, but I would never judge you. To be fair, I would personally probably start people off with Don Hertzfeldt's like rejected, like the 10 minute or 11 minute yeah. like rejected yeah. cartoons special mm-hmm. to kind of give you a little taste of what his styling is like and then drop the full-length movie on them, but, like... Yeah. I mean, it's not any worse than, like, Too Many Cooks or um, Everything Everywhere All at Once. It's not really weirder than, like, Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. Like, I, I, don't, I don't get why people, like, shit on that when it literally, like, won awards and was it was Oscar-nominated for its year. Yeah. So like, like, yeah, people yeah. are capping. When people people that say that it's like bad and they don't get it are, are are capping or they're just not thinking about it genuinely. No, I agree. So, the Page Master, right? Yes. Beautiful story. Follows a nerdy kid. Goes into this library. Slips on the floor. Hits his head. I'm pretty sure most of the movie is concussion themed. He gets but- eaten by a paint dragon. He does. The paint falls from the ceiling. Yeah, the paint (laughs) falls from the ceiling. He's running around the library. Then he gets absorbed into the cartoon world where he meets three books. A pirate-themed book, a fantasy-themed book, or a fairy-themed book, and a monster-themed book. And he follows these three books. He's trying to find a way out. He becomes what you call a page master, right? Title of the movie. And I think this is where I got my foot fetish from because it was one part of the movie where the book lost its shoe and the other book was like really gun hole about putting the shoe back on her and boom, bada boom, years later, toes. Beautiful thing. I can stand you. (laughs) (laughs) I think Lightfire would agree with me. I think whenever Lightfire <laughs> listens to the podcast later this week, he's gonna be like, "Yeah, God man, it was it was a great movie. I loved it. It was like it reminds me of James and the Giant Peach type of situation. It, it is was a good movie. so it if is you so if you underrated. like the Page Master or James and the Giant Peach, you will love Feet. Well, no, not James and Giant Peach, but just probably Page Master. James and the Giant Peach. I love it. <laughs> it was a great movie. James and the Giant Peach. Hey, James and Giant Peach is a great movie. I like the transition from like you know live action um, role, like live action 
characters to then the animation to the claymation, which is a beautiful thing. And then how it transitioned again later at the end of the story. Another beautiful story that I feel like. What's the rating on that one, Exotic? Can you see? Um, I gotta look it up. I uh, I never watched that one because, like, the trailer, because it was on some VHS tape, had trailer. The trailer always freaked me out. I don't, I don't know. I always thought it was yeah, weird. There's... I don't know why people say that's a scary movie. It I, is no, I, but I've never seen it. It's just the. the um... It was just the um, the trailer for it because I said the same thing about Scooby Doo and the Alien Invaders, and that's a really good movie. But that VHS trailer, if you've ever seen it, man, it's freaky. It's, it's like, not a scary James and the Giant Peach is not a scary movie. No, I Page, Page Master uh, was de- decently scary though. Like the yeah, Page Master has dragons and and monsters and the James the Jekyll and, and the Jekyll and mm-hmm. Hyde sequence in particular, like fucking terrified me as a kid i always looked away because it's like i can't i can't watch yeah. this uh 91 percent on rotten tomatoes but look at that james and the giant peach 91 percent of rotten tomatoes <laughs> people if you have not seen this movie get out of the rocket you're under right now pop it on and watch it it's a great movie and then after do the hot wheels to then rinse your palate and then watch page master <laughs> um you know what? You know something you can look up on YouTube, which I've done a few times, because um, I'm, I'm going to be like, have you kids ever heard of? Um, you know, because I used to have VHS tapes. I still do. I actually mm-hmm. have a VCR. You can no look up a movie and then VHS intro, and it'll show you every trailer, like everything that leads up to the movie. It's so nostalgic, because I used to watch these all the time. And there's two Coming movies. soon. We're coming soon to theaters. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's two movies I can never watch because of the because of the trailers. One of them, and they were both orange tapes, Nickelodeon tapes. One of them was the Rugrats movie, the first one, and the other one Love was it. Blue's Clues Pajama Party. I couldn't watch either of those because there was a Rugrats trailer, um, where Reptar like burst through a billboard and that scared the shit out of me when i was a kid i don't know why like i watched it a couple years ago and i was like man that's just like i get it like i kind of get it when i was a kid but like now of course i'm like wow that's dumb but oh so i can't dress up as reptar and just run through a billboard no but there is there there is actually one video i watched where like it's not supposed to be scary or maybe it is but like it still kind of freaks me out but i still kind of want i still watch it from the time to time you guys ever heard of game trailers like not but like before they closed down because now the channel is just literally game trailers they used to make top 10 lists and shit and um one of them was like top 10 worst consoles and it's like whatever you don't you know it's like whatever but then i think number seven was like the 3do and they show like they don't like talk about it they just show this 3d rendered medusa scared the fucking shit out of me and actually still to this day when i look at it it's really creepy i don't know how they got away with making something like that um i might i might look it up and send it to you or like or something because it's, it's so, just think about it right now it's so weird <laughs> oh it's really mm. gross i know weird weird things scare you as a you know scare me as a kid i guess Not you. my weird thing as a kid so it was a denzel washington movie called john q 
And it was so bad, I suffered an anxiety attack and I had to go to the hospital the next day because I just, I couldn't, it was just bad. So it's just, it's followed, you know, Denzel Washington, his character, his son is having a heart, he, he suffered a heart attack or heart failure and he's trying to get a heart transplant. So he holds the hospital hostage so that his son can get the operation. And right at the end of the movie, his son gets the operation and they pluck the heart. And when I see the, when I saw the heart beat, I had an anxiety attack right then and there. I started to hyperventilate. It was bad. Like I couldn't, I couldn't breathe. It was, it was just a, it was a really bad attack. And after that, never watched that movie ever again. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. I don't know what the name of the movie is, uh, but I know it was a Denzel Washington movie and his son needed a heart transplant. And that's as much as I know. Oh, it was John Q. Yeah. I think it was called John Q. Um, and yeah, so that's uh, how that movie went. We're talking about movies from our childhood that are objectively bad, but you found some modicum of, of enjoyment from. I actually, growing up, had two of the worst films ever made on VHS. Ooh. I had sev- like, several that technically fall under that category for different reasons, but like two of the objectively worst films ever made I had on VHS. Um, and I loved both of them. The first one was Howard the Duck, which literally killed the superhero franchise for the most part, at least for Marvel, until Spider-Man in 2002. Um, Sorry, I I just sent you guys the photos real quick if you want to look. Oh, that looks bad. Yeah! Like, yeah. What is that, that from? That's supposed to be a 3DO game. Like some, like, you know the 3DO from like the 90s? That was in yeah. a video, a GT Countdown video. Oh, so, oh, it's so fucking weird. I just yeah, deleted it off my phone. It's a bit <laughs> spooky. I don't blame that you. out and doing that for Halloween. Like that's what I'm gonna wear as a Halloween mask one year. If yeah. you do, yeah, yeah. If you actually do that, that will legitimately scare me. I'm gonna delete this message now from both because I don't need this in my life. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I got it. Took a screenshot. You're done. Uh, yeah, probably. Fuck. I'm gonna send it to you in a box, so when you open up the box, you're gonna open it and be like, oh, look, Ugh. look at this! And I'm gonna cover something really nice. Gonna give him the Usopp treatment? Sugar? Yeah. Yep, Ugh. basically. You already know. Fucking weird, um, yeah. That's what happens when I open myself up, and I'm like, yep, here's one of my biggest, you know, irrational fears, and you're like, cool, I will take advantage of that mercilessly. I didn't save it. <laughs> Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You want me to send it to you? Lightfire 55? 54? No. If I wanted it back, all I have to do is look up 3DO Medusa. Like, that's not going to be terribly difficult. I, try, I tried. I had to go on the video and actually screenshot it. That's like, I couldn't find it Googling it. So disturbing, but I'm all for it. Interesting. But, yeah. let's see. Movie that's objectively bad my childhood that I love. So funny story, I actually, I swear, my like mom's various boyfriends um, and baby fathers, etc, etc, just all for some reason loved just buying any fucking VHS that they saw. Oh boy. So like, I was missing things that like 
every child had like a goofy movie for example but we had like Howard the Duck and Batman uh, <laughs> not Batman Forever Batman and Robin both of which I've seen <laughs> more times than I can possibly count and I think other than being responsible for probably some extent of brain damage um, as no f child like should have that being one of their formative movies also like developed my love for watching bad movies um for reference i have howard the duck the room and cats 2019 all on blu-ray the only other dvd at this time that i own i well i own some spider-man movies but that's like a separate story those were supposed to be a gift for someone and then they had already been gifted them um is everything everywhere all at once which as we all now know is the most awarded movie in human history as of the oscars two weeks ago oh, no. but was it a good movie i never, i haven't seen it yes it's either. phenomenal it's phenomenal and i have it on dvd and also on digital if we all ever want to collectively watch it i know that exotic would eat it up um Ooh. i don't know where soybean would stand on it but probably enjoy it i think and then i think Lightfire is all already like had a curiosity for it regardless though like batman and robin and howard the duck my god so first of all you see naked duck titties from like yeah, little humanoid, about that. <laughs> humanoid puppet like th these are like animatronic mm -hmm. like mix of animatronic and puppets kind of like how they did the the ninja turtles in the 90s Ninja Turtle movies, like mm -hmm. the fact that they made such an expensive animatronic and gave it literal chicken breasts is just beyond me. Um, and there's like also a whole thing where he falls in love with a human and they definitely sleep together several times throughout the movie, um, or at least it's heavily implied. And that's like wild in and of itself. Um, the plot is just completely and utterly nonsensical. They're like trying to get him back home, but they accidentally pull like an eldritch demon thing from like the far reaches of space and it possesses the scientist that's trying to like help him home. And so that thing is like trying to pull all of its buddies to Earth so they can start conquering and shit. And they're trying to stop him while also trying to get the duck dude back home. It's it's wild and all of the original songs that the band made for the movie because on top of everything else the uh, love interest for Howard the Duck is in like a band like an 80s hair band essentially are all like terrible they're 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 really bad they're some of the worst like original songs made for a movie that I've ever heard and yet I still think they slap <laughs> like from a writing standpoint from like a mix standpoint they sound terrible but I can probably still remember the lyrics to some of them to this day and would bop my head if I was watching that movie right now. Batman and Robin is also terrible. Can I can I take a guess <laughs> of what you're gonna say about why Batman and Robin is terrible? I have uh, a list here of the top ten best ice puns in Batman and Robin. Oh no. Oh no. I love it. I love it. I'm going to read some of them and I assume this is where you got your stupid puns from. So for anyone who doesn't know, Batman and Robin, I haven't actually seen it. I've always wanted to, but it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? He plays 
Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And they wrote in a bunch of fucking stupid ice puns. <laughs> like, what killed so the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. Allow me to break the ice. If revenge is a dish best served cold, then put on put on your Sunday's finest. It's time to feast. The ice man cometh, and you're not sending me to the cooler. The blood will freeze in my hands. I'm afraid that my condition is left cold to your pleas of mercy. <laughs> Prepare for a bit of Ooh, bitter harvest. <laughs> and they have the audacity to bring him back. I mean, to bring so that version of Batman back. Okay, I so guess. many. <laughs> Go ahead, Lightfire. <laughs> Sorry, I just yeah, no, so. I didn't mind the puns. I didn't understand them. Like whenever I was like a small child, and then by the time I recognized that Batman Robin was considered to be one of the worst movies, I just thought they were fucking hilarious. Like I was super into puns in middle school and high school. Um, oh, I know. Still am a little bit, but I have branched my humor out a little bit, and am capable of making jokes other than just puns. But other than punny ones, <laughs> yeah. The production quality is super weird in that movie. They have um, nipples on their chest. That's for costume. That is not what I was talking about. I will actually <laughs> defend. I will actually defend that choice because I understand what Joel Schumacher was attempting to go for with that. Even if I think it's a dumb choice and personally wouldn't do it. Yes, the Batman, Robin, and oddly enough, Batgirl suits have nipples on all of them he was trying to recreate like greek statues essentially to like you know elevate them as superheroes and this and that and make it all whatever um but no that that's not what i'm talking about like it's just the actual set pieces were not super great especially in the third act when uh mr freeze succeeds in his plan is like freezing all of Gotham. Um, the ice that like covers the town is very, very, very cheaply made. I think it was made out of rubber. One of my favorite moments in the film, because the movie is bad, is at the very end, the dude who was frozen that magically gets unfrozen once Batman saves the day steps out of his car and like slams the car door shut. <laughs> and the fucking icicles that are all over his car just start wobbling like an antenna basically in the wind. <laughs> Because oh they're God. made out of like really cheap rubber. Um, there's yep. also a part where Robin is drowning in a pool after like a confrontation from Poison Ivy, but they didn't take the shot of him drowning long enough. So mm -hmm. instead, so they reversed the footage. Oh. Yeah, remember that part. Which. In no. which it, which one it's so incredibly obvious even if you're on um even if you're on like streaming or dvd nowadays but it is especially obvious when you're on vhs mm -hmm. because they don't they didn't have like a way to just reverse the footage like they didn't have a way to just make the the film do that did it like freeze for a frame or something? It would stop the movie and then would reverse. Oh, like it would rewind. It would rewind the film in that exact spot. 
and like sometimes sometimes we'd have to like stop the movie and like fast forward past that section a little bit because mm-hmm. even though it was only supposed to do that as many times as the footage which was reversed which i think was like two or three times sometimes it would get stuck in a loop where it would forget and just keep reversing and hitting play and then reversing and hitting play over and over and over again so you'd have to like like just wait 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 so the vhs so the tape would physically rewind itself yes the tape physically rewinded itself because they didn't have any other way to like make that work how would that even work I guess there was something in the like reel that it knew that it had to rewind, like I said, once or twice, but every once in a while it would mess up and it would just keep doing it like ad infinitum until we literally just fast forward a little bit past that scene so it would get unstuck. It was it's weird. Trying, to this day I'm trying to Google it because I can't find anything on it. Did Batman and Robin VHS self rewind? And now I'm not seeing anything on it. Well, it, I, I, yeah, like, I promise you, I promise you it did. And it's really strange that it, like, worked that way. But, like, I, I assure you that that is exactly so what happened with it. So that was another reason um, that I was just like, my God, this movie's bad. Also, Robin, um, that is probably the most insufferable Robin has ever been across live action comics and um cartoons. like didn't he have cartoons. blonde hair no he didn't have blonde hair he had really short hair um like i guess you could see it as blonde but like it it just he had like next to no hair mm-hmm. but like and keep in mind the second robin jason todd in the comics was so annoying that they literally put killing him off up to a vote and that's how we got red hood that's how, that's how we got red hood yeah they kept calling and someone did a dialer. He was somehow more annoying than that is a testament to how unbelievably, inconceivably of a nuisance Robin's entire arc is through that movie. Like, he just talks about his motorcycle for half the movie and why won't Batman mm-hmm. let me ride my motorcycle? And I'm, I want to do this on my own. I'm, I'm, I don't need Batman. And he never even really learns his lesson. It's just like towards the end, he's like, oh, well, I guess Batman was right. I still want to be on my own, but like, <laughs> I guess I'll listen to like Batman or something. I really want to ride my motorcycle. Have I told y'all that I really want to ride my Batman themed motorcycle? Like he even enters it in a street race at some point and fucking loses to um, the, the person who comes on to be Batgirl, which is like Alfred's daughter. And yep. the whole Alfred thing is really dumb, too, because Alfred gets, like, an incurable disease, and it's the same disease that Mr. Freeze's wife is suffering from, which is the whole reason he's doing his thing, is, like, he froze her so he could have more time to research her thing. And he, like, essentially, since he knows he's going to go to prison for the rest of his life for, like, trying to freeze Gotham, gives Batman the cure. But also because mm-hmm. his wife's on like stage four and Alfred was like on stage one or two or something. It's it's such a bad movie. It's it, it it's like two, two and a half hours and it feels like four. Um, but 
I still watch it again every once in a while because it's just so funny. Um, because even Poison Ivy has a lot of puns related to like plants and stuff. I know. Can but I the, imagine? Or I guess I didn't. But like the most, Mister Freeze was the most infamous. Oh yeah, no, like, he has they're... the most puns. Um, she still makes <laughs> she still makes jokes. There's literally one where they're like flirting with each other and they're just making puns back and forth. It's hysterical. I imagine. I imagine if Bane said anything other than he uh, did, yeah. And his language is probably puns as well. Mm-hmm. It's it's hilarious. It's it's bad, it's hilarious. They both are. Recommend watching them at least once in your life so you can feel good <laughs> and accomplished knowing that you'll never make a movie like that. Absolutely. And then never say never. Moving on. Fun, uh, a fun game if you guys want to, because you know this is the official past the brain cell podcast crap episode. So, have you guys ever heard of Cartoon Network? Yes, oh, yes. Um, they are doing a Super Tune Showdown, so they're having people on Instagram vote on what they think is the best show that they have ever released. And so, I wanted to try a past the brain cell version of that. Um, so they have an actual bracket, and I wanted to go through them and see what you guys think is the best Cartoon Network show of all time. What do you guys think? Cheer for it. Yeah, I'm down. All right. So they have four different categories. Um, adventure, comedy, superheroes, and slice of life. Uh, we'll start from top to bottom, and we'll get to the end of a quarter bracket, and then we'll work our way through. So we'll start with the adventure bracket. What is the better show between Adventure Time and the Marvelous Misadventures of Flapjack? Ooh. Adventure Time. Adventure Time. I Flapjack had its moments. Adventure Time, but, but I Yeah. And I mean, since we'll just go on whoever gets the most, so that'll be Adventure Time. I vote for Flapjack, but that's because I just tried Adventure Time, I just couldn't get into it. The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Or codename kids next door. Ooh, Billy yeah, Mandy for me. No, we we gotta we gotta wait. We we gotta we gotta talk about this one here. All right, like this. Come here. Like this is this is this is. <laughs> they can't do us like this this early in the bracket. That's messed I up. Know, I know. I know. I know. This is yeah. Um, I personally would also pick Billy and Mandy, and it's just kids next door is fun, but I think Billy and Mandy is more rewatchable. Not that kids next door is bad. Like, it's still really good, but I find myself going back to Billy and Mandy more often than mm-hmm. could, than Kids Next Door. Um, although, like, I don't know. I also just feel like I'm kind of, like, I mean, we're obviously out of the age group for all of these, essentially. But, like, something about watching Kids Next Door when you were a kid was so magical. When you're like, yeah, I'm part of that. Fuck adults. And now I'm an adult going like, yeah, fuck it. Wait, what? <laughs> now I'm an adult. Shit. Um, that's, that's at least my reasoning. So. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I personally, I, I cherished both growing up. Would oh, happily watch both for hours upon hours. Absolutely. Um, I think that 
Codename Kids Next Door had the better special episodes overall. Like Operation Zero was oh, just so good. Insane. Was great. But the yeah, but the K and D and Billy and Mandy crossover was also incredible. That was also incredible, exactly. And mm-hmm. um, let's see, there was one other. Like, don't get me wrong, I liked some of the specials for Billy and Mandy. Like the Christmas one was pretty good, but like I didn't care for the. How Gilbert Godfrey, he plays Santa. Like I didn't care for the um Jack the Jack o' Lantern one. That that one never really moved me. And there was like one other special that I can think of that I can't think of like what it was, but I know that it had at least one more special and like I meh. I don't know. I think I think yeah, we'll go with Billy and Mandy. Um I mean, my vote at this point like, doesn't matter. I just really liked. Well, like, it's not that it doesn't matter. It's just I villains. agree. I agree like, with you. Like K and D is also really good. I just they're both really good. It's a slim margin. It's not like I'm like yeah, kids sex or fucking sucks. It's just like yeah. I kind of it was more magical when I was a kid. You know. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I mean, still fuck adults, but I you know. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm not, but man, you know, I'm not. I'm not saying you're hating on the um, uh, the Jack Lantern one, but that has one of my most favorite lines of all time. Where Grimm's like, "Hey, this is the uh, this is the story of the Jack Lantern dude," and then Billy immediately goes to his door and tries trick or treating <laughs> at his, his doorstep, and the guy's like, "Do you know who I am?" And Billy's just like, "No, trick or treat." <laughs> stupid billy had amazing lines like he had his thing with his spider son that he oh my god yeah jeff and just was just hated him (laughs) so much he goes i did it dad i didn't even know you don't love me and i'm like bro i feel so bad for you but it was that was that was his heart yeah and he's like hitting Um, him with a book oh my god (laughs) That spider special was really good. I just watched that on vacation. I remember we were in a, uh, well, we were in Branson and we watched it. And I was like, that that's always like a really special memory to me. I like <laughs> Nurgle as well. Anything involving Nurgle. Yeah, man. Fred Fred Burger. Fred Burger was actually kind of annoying. <laughs> I'm not gonna he, lie. Actually, he was just that green elephant dude with horns. That for me was just useless yeah he was pretty bad and i got i didn't find him worse than cheese but yeah oh cheese oh boy oh from um foster's billy we'll get to that we'll get to that all right next up we got scooby-doo not it does it just says scooby-doo so i guess the entire franchise scooby-doo versus infinity train I've never heard of Infinity Train, so I'm gonna go Scooby Doo. Never heard of Infinity Train, so what version of Scooby Doo though? I'm, I'm, I'm actually gonna... Scooby Doo, but I'm probably Where Are You? Okay. I'm, I'm gonna tweet about this later. It is gross and insulting that they would put Infinity Train on this bracket because it is not available anywhere anymore. It is one of the first things that as soon as HBO not HBO, um yes, HBO, as soon as um, Discovery took over Warner Brothers or like merged with in air quotations, merged with them. It's one mm-hmm. of the first things that David Zaslav personally fucking axed was Infinity Train. Not only like making it so nothing else of that show was going to be coming out like ever again, 
but unreleased it as a tax write-off, which means like it literally just ceased to exist everywhere. And it is yeah. not like legally watchable anymore. Like it is like they actually like for things that are unreleased for tax purposes, they hunt down like every pirated copy they can and like they go after it with everything they've got because since they like unreleased it for tax purposes, it's like a whole other whole other thing. And it's 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 so disgusting. I I hate David Zaslav. I hate the current direction of Warner Brothers it. Discovery. You want me it's... to send you a link? You can watch it. Yeah, send me a link because I, I right. can't say the Infinity Train is something that like I watched some new episode. We can oh, talk Infinity about the Train. website off mic, uh, Jalen. Yeah. If you're if you're listening to this, I will not tell them the website on air. But it's a very secret website. It's very awesome. I will send it to you off mic. And I I do recommend watching I do recommend watching Infinity Train. It is phenomenal. It is one of the best like more modern things that has come out since like the regular time regular show um, Adventure Time era. Like it came out in like 2016, 2017, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Um, but if it's going up against the whole of Scooby Doo, like then there's that's so unfair. That's unfair to like every other thing that's going to be going up against it in this bracket. I think there are a few shows that might be able to beat it out, but like even Scooby Doo's worst, like Scooby, the Scooby Doo and like Scooby Doo and Scrappy Two, is better than some of the things that we're going to see on this list. Like it's it's hard. Yeah, and I'm and that's just yeah, and unfortunately the Scooby Doo thing is up to interpretation because it literally just says Scooby Doo with a picture of you know Scooby Doo, so there's no specific show. I think it's just the whole brand. So. I agree, but unfortunately, like you know, I can't put a voucher in for Infinity Train because I've never seen it. So, <clears throat> um, I might check it out after though. After this, sounds. I mean, you know, if I'm not supposed to watch it, it just makes me want to watch it more. Yep, I'm all um, about that. Next up is, sorry, I can't like zoom in. So, Steven Universe versus Over the Garden Wall. I think it's what it's called. Steven Universe Over the Garden Wall. Man, I'm gonna sound shitty because I haven't seen either of these. Oh um, man! But <sighs> I'm gonna give some love to uh, Lightfire because we've been shitting on him, so we're gonna move up uh, over the garden wall. <laughs> nice. Over I don't the even garden know wall. what that is about. <laughs> no, neither do I. But like, we've been, dude. The last like two, we've been like, it's been me and you. Like, yeah, fuck him. <laughs> Go. Um. Um, yeah, so we, uh, um, exotic. But... I also highly recommend watching Over the Garden Wall. I don't know if you want to watch it right now, probably like October. There's like a certain time of year that everyone chooses to rewatch that one. It is the closest that Cartoon Network has ever gotten to doing something more abstract, like it's such a beautiful day. Hmm. I might, uh, it's, I might check it out. It's amazing. I, I love it. I think you'll love it too. It's a short watch, it's like five hours. Um, do you guys want to finish the first round on all the brackets or finish the adventure bracket? Let's finish this bracket and then move on to the next one. Okay, so just yeah. get down to the final. Okay, so that leaves us with Adventure Time versus Billy and Mandy. Adventure Time. Adventure Time. I love the lore of it. The, like the, especially after they became, they became a little known, but I like Adventure Time. 
Scooby Doo versus Over the Garden Wall. <laughs> oh, hmm. Scooby Doo. I'm it's, sorry, it's gonna, I don't know. Over it's, the Garden it's, Wall. It's, it's Scooby Doo. Um, that leaves us then with Adventure Time versus Scooby Doo. Adventure Time. I'm sorry, love that show. Don't do tier fifteen. Really? Don't do tier fifteen. I like. I didn't enjoy Adventure Time, but I know a bunch of people. Do you really like Scooby Doo over Adventure Time? Well, like you gotta, you gotta take into account that Scooby Doo includes "Where Are You," which is Pete, which we wouldn't have half the shit we have on Cartoon Network if "Where Are You" wasn't successful. We have "What's New Scooby Doo," which yep, like inspired. Simple Pretty much plan, everything in like this that like second generation of dis uh, not Disney uh, Cartoon Network, which is like Billy and Mandy, Codename Kids Next Door, like all of that was all happening around the same time. And then Mystery Incorporated is genuinely one of the best cartoons ever made. Like it's Mystery Inc. is phenomenal. It I think it really like set apart what was possible for a cartoon in the 2010s and like got us to that adventure time that got like more of a continuing storyline between the episodic structure same with regular show regular show started off very episodic there wasn't any sort of canon between the episodes save for like baseline stock character things and then it mm -hmm turned out by the end that everything was all connected and it was batshit insane. Like, the thing that started that really was, well, you know, obviously, like, Avatar The Last Airbender, Batman the Animated Series, Ooh, Cowboy Bebop, and shit like that. But but all that aside, the, the one thing that generation, started it was... Yeah, of, of the 2010s generation, it's Mystery Inc., which, like I said, I still think is one of the best cartoons ever made. It's glorious, so... That really was super good. It's it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. So, like as much as I love an, an Adventure Time, like Adventure Time wouldn't have happened without Scooby Doo. So you gotta go Scooby there. All right. Next up, we're gonna do the superhero bracket. Um, which looking at these, I haven't seen most of these. So um, you know, Teen Titans versus Young Justice. Teen Titans. Uh, I I will go Teen Titans as well. I'm going to have to be the liar here. I'm going to have to do Young oh, Justice. I actually love the story they were building around from from the starting with the younger age and then growing up into the you know them becoming their own their own heroes and some you know dying and stuff like that. I, I Young Justice for me. Young Justice is very good. I just have more of a nostalgia for the original Teen Titans and I actually do find a lot of Teen Titans Go very entertaining as well. Um, it just became more of a satire of the original series as well as like the state of Cartoon Network. Like, I don't think there's been a show that shits on Cartoon Network and Warner Brothers itself in their entire slate of shows more than Teen Titans, do Teen Titans Go does, and they successfully get away with it every time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I watched a little bit of it, and I mean... If I saw it that way, I might enjoy it, but I was just like, man, this is so dumb. But, I mean, you know, it's, I'm also, like, 25, so I'm just like, obviously, it's not for me. Um, next up, we got OKKO OK and Mau Mau, I think is what it says. I will have to do OKKO. OK I completed that series from start to finish. I trust you. 
So I'm going go KKO. Yep, I haven't seen either. Okay, Justice League or uh, what does that say? Operator Rex? Oh, Generator X. Oh, Generator, Generator X. X. I can't, oh, ooh, what yeah, version like of Justice League though? Because there's like a there's so there's an arc of Justice League that follows um, Hawkgirl, and like when they introduce her character, is really vague on how people know her. But Batman vows for her because Batman is like, oh, I fought alongside her. It turns out she was an agent that was like studying the human defenses from Earth. So then her 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 army can attack the Earth. Like it was just a whole thing. So it's like what like there's Justice League Unlimited. There's Justice League. Oh, so God, the arc you're talking about is the Thanagarian invasion. That is yes. the final arc of the original Justice League. Um, yep. Essentially, yes, the Justice League realizes that they were only protecting a small subset um, of Earth and that they need heroes far and wide um, with multiple talents in order to successfully protect from like their supervillains, but now also like threats that are on a much larger scale, which is what leads into Justice League Unlimited. I'm going with Justice League here. Um, because yep. it was the culmination of like it was the original MCU. Um, if I'm being honest, it was the culmination of Batman the animated series and Superman the animated series. Um, yep. It actually took a long time for the other heroes to trust Superman in Justice League because of the direct fallout of the finale of Superman the animated series, which it was super ballsy of them to end a series with the hero just completely and utterly broken on every level like he destroyed most of earth because he was mind controlled by dark side he goes and tries to beat dark side and like he kind of succeeds but he beats him on apocalypse which is dark side's home planet so immediately all of the citizens of apocalypse just begin working on healing him because he's essentially the god of those people so like God, and just having him return back to Earth with every military in the world just guns pointed at him, immediately demanding for his surrender. Just such a to to this day, like who would end a cartoon like that? You know, like I think it was like six months or something before Justice League came out, so they just had to sit. Like kids just had to sit on that for a while. Like that's messed up. Mm-hmm. Um. I would also go with Justice League on that one because I I saw that first series a bit of it. I didn't really follow it. Just whenever it came on at night, I'd watch it. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I'm just I'm not into superheroes that much, but I've seen a few of these. I love superheroes. Spider Man's favorite hero of all time. Um, the last one we have on here is Powerpuff Girls versus Ben Ten. Ooh, Ooh. Ben Ten, Ben Ten, uh, Powerpuff Girls, and people are gonna hate me for this episode. I'm gonna go with the Powerpuff Girls. I love Ben yes. Ten, but yes, thank you. He can literally transform Ben Ten Thousand, dude. It was a cool idea, but freaking god! Besides the first episode, I was like, man, this sucks. Okay, I didn't like okay. It. Before we go forward, but did you watch like Ben Ten the Omni? Uh, the the Omni no. If I was... care about the original series, why would I watch the sub series? 
it builds off. It's not just a sub series. Well, no, it's I like know, builds. but like like a different series. Like I know it's like later on. Like I get that, but like yes, if I don't yes, care about definitely. the original, I'm not gonna. I don't care. Oh my god! Oh my god! Ben, I respect ben your ten, choices. The one, the one time that is in is in the minority. He's like, oh, fucking assholes. <laughs> no, I respect you. Lost like a man, but I just Ben Ten. I mean, Power of Girls is good. I mean, the remake when they brought it back and they introduced new characters, whatever. I liked him from the original series. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I loved him. He was amazing. <laughs> I think he might be like you as a cartoon character. Oh no, like he's straight up. Like he was like there was this one episode that they were trying to figure out who was like doing the villain and stuff. And mm-hmm. they walked they brought into his house. Um and him was just doing like an exercise. Like it was just like yeah. workout video girls. And I'm just like, bro, stop. <laughs> this dude is amazing. That show was just, just that show was something. Uh fun fact. Uh I think the mayor was played by Tom Kenny, right? Got yep. Tom Kenny's and like freaking everything. Um, we rewatched Foster's Home, and there's so many characters that are voiced by Tom Kenny, like a crazy mm-hmm. amount. Like even like Eduardo, which I was like, really? That's Tom Kenny? Yeah. And he was yeah. doing, and he was doing SpongeBob at the same time. He did a ton of these shows. There's a bunch of these shows that where SpongeBob was on. It's it's crazy. Okay, He's one of the highest so... paying paid. Um voice actors of all time not because of like the characters not because of the characters he plays but because he plays so many and because Mm -hmm. he works so damn hard like he's constantly in the studio i was thinking about that the other day he deserves it man he's he's one of if not the greatest voice actor of all time in my opinion like i freaking love tom kenny he is like my favorite man um so for superheroes we got um, now moving on, Teen Titans versus OKKO. Well, Soybean? Teen Titans. Uh, Teen Titans. That's oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, was, that was easy. <laughs> Went on this whole thing about OKKO instantly just stabbed in the back. I love it. Um, Justice League versus Powerpuff Girls. Justice League. Justice League. Well, I'll, be, I'll, I'll take the minority on this one. That's fine. This one might be difficult between Teen Titans and Justice League. Yep. Justice um, League. I'm going to say it's, Teen Yeah, Titans. it's going to be Justice League. Dang. Okay. All right. That's fine. God, fucking... It was a crutch that Teen Titans took off of because it was that gritty, you know, giving these, you know, characters from comic books like a dark side. Like Robin went through the whole they crossover. Slade. They cross yeah, over. they do. And but the the Slade arc for me was like when Robin was just like like hallucinating that one episode, and everyone's like, "Bro, like what's going on?" It it was just, mm-hmm. it's just you could see like the destruction that sometimes these these heroes go through when they have to fight these villains that you normally don't see because you view them as oh they're perfect beings, but they go through their own you know their own ups and downs, and I always found that amazing that you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree with I mean, I respect your guys' choice. I mean, I watched it very little when I was a kid, so I don't know it too well. But if it's good, I believe you. All right, next up we have the... This will be the very... Yeah, actually, I... Well, no, because I voted Scooby-Doo. Um, unless I misheard you, sorry. 
comedy comedy's next these this this one's gonna be tough guys there's a lot of good shows on here started off and then netty versus foster home imaginary friends oh uh, yeah they're both really good but i like ed ed and netty ed, ed, Eddie for so, me, man. as yeah light fire I have to do what Lightfire would do. So I have to go with Ed, Ed, and Eddie because it's Canadian, not because they're you the know real... What? I think I've shown him <laughs> Ed, Ed, and Eddie, and he doesn't like it. Oh, I know. That's exactly why I'm doing this. Oh, okay. He's going to punch me when he hears this. It's a tough one. I remember watching the pilot for Foster's when it came out. Blew my mind. I, swear I think to God. I was also the same age as Mac. I was eight years old when it came out, and Mac was eight. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this show is." Perfect. It was a great show. Frankie and, and they all the dragged other it out characters. though, man. Like it was good. Yeah, they, after after Great Will Hunting, it kind of man, I couldn't finish the series. I just couldn't do it. Could watch it last year. I was like, man, it's just imaginary friend of the week. And then they get adopted or they run away or something. It's like it's kind mm-hmm. of formulaic. You think it's really creative, and the early episodes are. Man, towards the end they were, ugh. But lots. The of introduction lots of, of in blue, I mean, of cheese was unnecessary. Fucking cheese. Like... <laughs> Fucking cheese. Oh man, I hope Lightfire doesn't know what we're talking about. He's like, what are you guys talking about? Cheese. Who's this cheese? I look won't go into cheese. any more detail, Ben. There just, was a, yeah, just look it up. Foster's it's Home Cheese. Just look him up. <laughs> there was a Foster's Home minigame on the Cartoon Network website. Where you had to go down you, the hill, and every time you'd let go, Cheese would scream, and you had to sit there and just hold the brake? Yep. If Yeah, if you went yep. too slow, if you went too slow, he got bored, so you'd lose points. And if he went too fast, he'd scream, and you'd lose points. And you had to like <laughs> get the best score you could just by very carefully very slowly letting him down the hill and it was like i i cannot believe that they coded that like somebody was paid to make that <laughs> as uh um, as radberry would say is somebody, somebody got paid, paid to make this yeah oh man actually man flash game well that's gonna be its own episode but because i've got that down as a topic but man all these all these shows most of these shows actually had really good flash games um, but that that's another episode. Next up, we have the Amazing World of Gumball versus Regular Show. And oh. I'm just going to say Regular Show. I regular love Amazing World of Gumball. I'm sorry. That's a great show for me. I My profile picture is fucking Mordecai and Rigby. Don't do this to me. <laughs> Why do I have to be the tiebreaker on this one? <laughs> All right, let's let's weigh this here. So you got two best friends, one who's blue, the more sensible of the two in the earlier seasons, and turns out to be the bigger jackass in the later seasons. Of course. So the overarching, so they all have really creative. You know what? So I mean, you can defend Gumball because I haven't seen it much. So I'm just, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll try to convince them one way or the other. So Regular I just show, feel like. Incredible. So First of all, is... J- shut the fuck up when I'm trying to talk. JG Quint- <laughs> JG Quintal. First of all, 
amazing cartoonist, makes amazing cartoons. All of his cartoons are incredible. Morton Cry Rigby, and actually everyone at the park, incredible characters. You actually really care about these characters. They kind of sprinkle in some lore in the early episodes um, that they bring back. So as you mentioned, it has that overarching story. Um, yeah, it's got the ship. It's got the shipping stuff. Will he be? Will Morkai end up with uh, Margaret or with CJ? I'm kind of into it. It's very entertaining. Um, and then, then at the end when they go to space and po- and spoiler alert, three, two, one, Pop saves the universe. Very emotional, and it's a fantastic way to end that show. The entire show turned out it was uh, on a VHS tape that Pops was watching up in heaven. Uh, fantastic show. Uh, it should be a regular show. Amazing World Gumball. Amazing World Gumball follows two friends, right? And at the beginning, there's there's basically nuanced stories, right? Like every episode is his own episode. They don't really build off each other until later seasons. Once um, you know some of the characters start to evolve and actually get into their own, there was a whole love sequence between Gumball and his girl, his main girl named Penny. And it kind of it's, it kind of brings in the story of like understanding the the growth of becoming an in a, a in a teen, right? She loses her shell in one of the episodes, and her family's like, "You need to go back in your shell. We're all in your we're all in our shell. You should be too." And Gumball's there to help her understand that, hey, listen, it's okay to be you, regardless of what form you take. I will love you. That was just that story. Darwin also has his love interest with a ghost, which is hilarious for me because how do you love a ghost? Like you can't even touch it. And he goes through this overarching story with her as well and starts to realize that no matter what, like there's nothing he can really do. Some of the characters, like they they it's like a tongue-to-cheek type of episodes. Like you can hear like the adult like humor in it, but it's more designed for children to understand. But for your adult viewers, if you're watching it, of course, you also understand some of the episodes, right? And I just feel like the way they kind of interpret how world, like how the life works, right? There was this one episode where they were trying to get into a community and they had to change who they were to get into the community. And they realized at like, you know, by midway of the episode, hey, we are who we are as a family and we accept that. We don't need to be a part of a community to realize that we're good people. It's, it's great. Each character has their own little thing. Each little sub-character, even in the background, has their own, like, these little puppet people that they walk all weird. Hilarious. It's a great show. If you haven't watched it, watch it. I do love regular show a lot. Um, I remember watching it as the pilot came out for the first time in a friend's basement. Um, The Power, which is now iconic. My God, that stupid keyboard. Um, I, I love that episode. I love the entire series. Um, it's crazy to me that Rigby becomes the better person in the end and has more character growth and development than Mordecai. I feel like Mordecai doesn't really change a whole lot by the end of the series. Um, like you said, the bigger ensemble of characters, like High Five Ghost, Skips, mm-hmm. Muscle Man, Pops, um, Benson everyone else that's involved like they really round the cast out and i don't like i think there's very few bad episodes of regular show it's mainly in my opinion it's mainly towards the end you know i'll be honest i'm like freaking soybean here 
Yeah. Hey, sure. hold on. This is the first couple of seasons that are like, it, it, it's like The Office, where it's like, if you can get through the first two seasons of The Office, it's an amazing show, right? And I feel like that with Gumball, where it says like, if you could get past the first two seasons and the character, and they start to realize like, hey, we're our own show, it's an amazing show. That's kind of weird, because like, regular shows is like the opposite. Because you're like, you're in it, even if it's like, they're kind of not related at first. It feels like then towards the end, you're kind of like, oh, dang, like, get to the fight already. Like, you have, like, it's kind of going Dragon Ball Z a bit towards the end, where it's, like, seven or eight episodes to, like, prepare for the fight. And it's like, okay, like, come on. <laughs> but, I mean, that's still, like, seven and a half seasons of incredible episodes out of eight. True. So. I mean, mm-hmm. I look at it like, would you rather have something nasty up front? And then turn out or to be this like end. amazing, yeah. or or you taste it and you're like, oh man, this tastes amazing. And then magically, it's like, nah, this is nasty, and you want to spit it out. Like that's basically mm-hmm. what you would be for both of these shows. I mean, either or. I mean, everyone has their preference on how you want to digest a show with that sense of humor. But I feel like they all touch the humor in different ways that makes it relatable to everyone else. The way they introduce some of the stories, like like when the kid, when the mom was going through the computer, she saw Darwin was looking at things that she shouldn't. Everyone else starts breaking their equipment so the mom won't see their things that they saw, right? Like little stuff like that. It's just like, I remember doing that when my mom was to walk around the house and start going through things that she shouldn't be. You start throwing away all your other stuff. It, 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 it kind of changed the dynamic too, right? The dad was the same home parent, which he was useless. But the mom was the hardworking, like, I'm going to be outside and fend for the family because clearly, you know, the husband couldn't. So I always felt like it took some things, it turned it on its head, but it was still a good show. Uh, Slaving. Yes. Heads or tails? (laughs) That's a good question. Hey, Google, (laughs) flip a coin. No, that's not how this is going. Heads Uh, or tails tails. right now? Tails. Tails? Okay. Google said a land on tails. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love we have like 10 minutes of arguing and it comes down to a coin flip. So <laughs> I did a best two out of three for this just to make sure that it wasn't there wasn't any sort of bias or anything in the coin machine. It picked heads three times. Yeah. That's yes! crazy. Regular show. <laughs> That being said, I do think you should give um, Amazing World of, of Gumball a shot um, if you haven't already, Exotic. The the comedy in that one in particular is unlike anything I've ever seen from mm-hmm. Cartoon Network. The I'll send some clips. I'll send some clips yeah. for you to watch. Absolutely. Um, it's, it, it is incredible. They're both incredible, which is why it came down to a coin flip for me. Like, but Thank God the coin was there for a regular show, even though it's going to lose in a minute. We, I just realized, we literally just argued for this, for it to lose to Ed and Eddie in a minute. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get to that, um, Cow and Chicken versus Total Drama Island. God, I don't like Cow and Chicken that much. Total Drama but Island for me. They had the, first, the, they had they, the they devil stayed, who... Yeah, but... on his ass to walk. Like that's how he walked. He would literally bounce on his butt. 
and actually, they said total drama island, so they mean the first season, the only good season. <laughs> so, total drama island for sure. Cow and chicken. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right. I just don't like it that much. Um, yeah. Courage a Cowardly Dog versus Dexter's Laboratory. Oh, I like them both. This is under the comedy section? Yeah. Are they Courage kidding? had Courage was not a comedy though. Yes, I mean, it's, it's pretty moment. it's pretty funny. It's scary as shit, but it's pretty funny. Give me the slab. Like yeah, you know, episodes hilarious. like that, or the ones that the ghouls were trying to make a movie and they were gonna eat them. Like, how is that comedic? Oh, it's so funny. I mean, it is it. kind of funny, yeah. Like Isn't the... it ridiculous that like all this shit's happening to Muriel and Eustace, and they basically have no idea what's happening pretty much ever? Like, I love... I have grown to love that Eustace. was made out of uh, Eustace's ingrown foot. Yeah. Yep. I've, um, I've grown to love Eustace. Aye. Eustace is, like, my favorite character. Like, there's one where they go camping, and these raccoons, like, steal all of their shit, and Courage is trying to explain... Um, it was like... These like raccoons came and or these like raccoons came and Eustace is like big deal, and then they sh- and then he's telling them that uh, they beat him they beat Courage up and tied him to a tree and Eustace laughs and said stupid dog, and then he tells them how he took his truck, um, tied Muriel to his chair and took his TV and then Eustace screams he goes they took my chair and TV <laughs> like he doesn't care about Muriel at all. <laughs> He's just like, my TV, shit! We gotta go get those bastards! Yeah, um, Eustace was pretty funny, I guess. Eustace was also, like, possessed in half of the episodes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he... I mean, don't get me wrong, he deserves everything that happens to him, but he's... I don't know, maybe I'm just a terrible person. I think he's hilarious. He's not the worst. No. He's not, like, the worst cart- cartoon character to ever no, exist or, like, I mean, get what's coming of, to him. Like, he's a piece of shit. My god. Literally, the most popular episodes of South Park ever made are the ones where Cartman gets his shit kicked in because he deserves. Always, yeah. I man, this is this is rough. This isn't fair. I told you, comedy was tough. Yeah, yeah. A lot of good shows on here. So I love Dexter's Lab because Dexter's Lab wasn't just Dexter's Lab. It also had like other cartoons that were inside of it that they just like mm-hmm. couldn't put anywhere else if that makes sense like the mm-hmm. like the the superhero monkey um yeah. i forgot what that or one was the, called or the super friends right that they had like yeah, college. The, oh, yeah the, the fabulous league of super friends yeah crunk mm-hmm. was their yeah crunk was their uh version of the hulk they had val hallen yeah which was yep. a mix of thor, thor and van halen and they had a dude who was like a mix of Superman and Captain America, mm-hmm. which yep. it was it was ridiculous. They had a dude named Ratman in the later episodes. Um, I also just like liked all of the things that happened like in Dexter's Lab because like you never knew what you were gonna get with an episode of Dexter's Lab because sometimes there were episodes episode of courage either. <laughs> I know, but like there were rules that they mostly adhered to for. Dexter's Lab. There were episodes uh, for um Courage. There were episodes of Dexter's Lab that didn't have Dexter in them at all. Like there was one where it was literally about his dad, 
trying to have the best Saturday ever to like wash his car and go fishing. <laughs> and then like all of the shit that happens that stops him from successfully doing the thing. And it's probably one of the funniest episodes in the series or like there was another one that was just like focused on the mom trying to do stuff. Um, mm-hmm. There's like episodes that are dedicated to like Dee Dee and her friends and like mm-hmm. Dexter's the um, background the character family, that's yeah. like kind of the annoyance the or and my god as much as i hated them as a kid the man dark episodes are like masterfully crafted they're so fucking funny now to me is like this, i is it sad that i've heard that voice actor more in polar express than i have at dexter's lab like every time you hear that one kid with the glasses and you're like that's man dark <laughs> well i heard that's him that. in like all kinds of stuff he was also a voice actor for a movie that next to no one's seen that i just remembered um talking about owning really bad movies on vhs i owned rockadoodle and he was a voice actor in that never heard of it yeah i'm like i can i can google it later Um, yeah i'll send i'll send the opening song to y'all because the opening song is a banger but like the the movie's so bad it's so bad it's a don bluth movie but it's 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 incredibly bad i love it though it's so, so Dexter's Lab, I assume. I might have to go with Dexter's Lab, but I love them both dearly. Yeah. So, so I mean, you are a tiebreaker. Oh, I said Dexter's Lab. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> Dexter's Lab dead. I think, like, I think it's just a difference of like my the number of quote unquote favorite episodes I have of Dexter's Lab versus like favorite courage. episodes I have yeah. Courage are just. Night I mean, Day, Courage like, was a great show. I wasn't. I'm not saying yeah. that it wasn't a great show, but I love. Yeah, you Dexter's hurt my feelings. Life. No, I'm just kidding. My favorite um, Courage episode is probably the one where like the cat is in disguise and Courage helps save her daughter from like a dog mafia or something. No, that Mine's was like... actually about um the cat and the bunny being in a gay romance. Like the um, like That's he was getting, was. he was courage was getting the bunny out of an abusive relationship to be with this cat. Like That's it was what it really was. dark. Yeah, like, that was actually I, probably the darkest episode of the series. That's probably my favorite episode, though. My God, it's incredible. Mine was the duck falling in love with a truck. Oh my God, that was. <laughs> That, that was ridiculous. I love that's it. Fucking duck. The goose. It wasn't that. No, it wasn't like the duck. Look, it was a goose. It's totally different. The alien. Yeah, the alien. Yeah. Um, mine was called windmill vandals. It's the one where the windmill stops working, and these like Vikings come by and like cut their heads off. And I actually like it because it was like the only episode where Eustace and Muriel actually really understand what's going on, and they all work together to to make the threat stop and use this isn't like a total piece of shit so i'm like yeah i'm into it um that one's always favorite all right well back to the inevitable uh nna versus regular show <laughs> i love regular show but uh i gotta say ed and eddie on this one <laughs> i'm gonna have to say ed and eddie on this one. ed ed and eddie <laughs> even though i defended regular show to the <laughs> to the death you just um, threw that one off a cliff yeah, but I mean, I had to get my word out about regular show. I just need to watch Gumball. Like, like I said, I tried Adventure Time, and I just, man, I don't know. I couldn't do it. Um, 
even though the guy who voices uh, Jake the Dog also voices Bender. So, I oh, I sure. love Futurama, favorite show. Yeah. Futurama, love that show. oh my god, um, Cow and Chicken versus Dexter's Lab. I gotta say, Dexter's Ooh, Lab, Dexter's Lab, yeah. All right, that leaves us with the slice of life. Chowder versus Camp Laszlo. Chowder. Um, hold on, you guys said that at the same time. Chowder, Lightfire? Chowder. Oh, okay. It's going to be a yeah, close chowder. one for me. That one that was kind of like, I don't know, because I like them both. Chowder's pretty good. Uh, excuse me, Monk's favorite line that he calls Chowder. Listen. Women have these things called expectations. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite when, line of like the whole thing was we were like, okay, let's draw straws to see who goes first. They pull out like actual like boards. They start actually like physically drawing straws and drawing Chowder, like straws. draws a line. And he goes, oh wow, that's really good. Now it's gonna be hard to beat. Now let's see your schnitzel. And he draws this perfect like cup of the straw and then Mug Dog is like, no, 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 that's terrible. I don't know what I'm looking at. And then uh he just drew schnitzel drawing a straw. And he's like, I don't actually know how to draw a straw. Chowder <laughs> has two of my favorite com- comedic bits that I have ever seen in any animation ever. Um both are fourth wall breaks and I feel like Chowder inspired the comedy of amazing world of gumball a lot i am not going to say who i think does a better job between the two of them because i really like i don't know um but the first one is chowder is with the like elephant guy at his stand and is like cleaning a bunch of stuff up can i guess what it is yes is it the one where Chowder draws on the corner of the screen? And they're like, oh, no, don't do that. And then they zoom out, and it looks like it gets bigger. And they're like, closer and closer. And then he, like, cleans it up. And Chowder's like, well, what about that one? Pointing at the Cartoon Network logo. And the guy goes, oh, I can't take it off. And I've tried. <laughs> yes. That's the first one. <laughs> Love that. I that was exactly great. The second is. one yeah. is when... Gaspacho's like, no, no, wait, don't do that. We're gonna, and then they run out of budget. So then the voice actors themselves, like, there's like it's actual live action footage of the voice actors doing a car wash, car wash in order yes. to raise funds <laughs> to get the budget yeah. back for the episode so they it. can finish it out. It's incredible. It is one of the one. funniest things I've ever seen. And like, I feel like Chowder very heavily inspired what is now like my sense of humor um to a degree and like uh, gumball further refined it because they take a lot of what chowder did for its comedy and like takes it leagues and leagues further mm-hmm. next up we oh have i think it's craig of the creek versus clarence oh um, i did like craig of the creek though i've seen i haven't seen that i've seen clarence so i gotta put my vouch on clarence um, there's this one kid. It was so funny because it's Tom Kenny in it. Is this one like bald kid? And I was like, "Babe, I think that's Tom Kenny." And she's like, How? "Like, what makes you think it's him?" I was like, "It sounds like SpongeBob doing the Mr. Krabs impression. Like, it sounds exactly like that." And I looked at it. I was like, "Yeah, it is Tom Kenny. It's SpongeBob doing the Mr. Krabs impression." <laughs> um, so you know, Clarence has Tom Kenny in it. 
What do you think, White? Uh, I'll go with... I've, like, barely seen either of these. I'll go with Craig of the Creek. I'll give Slavian yeah. a W. Alright. Next up, we have I Am Weasel versus Mind Gym Partners a Monkey. Ooh. Mind Gym Partners a Monkey. I'm going with I Am Weasel because my gym partner is a monkey has aged like fucking milk. Oh, but it's got Tom Kenny in it. He plays, he plays Jake. Yeah, but it's... Oh, my... I, I guarantee if you watch like three episodes of it now, you'll be like, how the hell? Like, you'll get no, how you... I watched it relatively recently and I didn't think it was oh, that bad. No, it's, it's aged so terribly. But you both already voted for it, so... That, that's I mean, final. I didn't. No, I didn't vote. I didn't vote. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Oh, I thought you voted. No, because it's like I like my gym partner as a monkey, but then I also like, um, I also like with Baboon. Baboon was always trying to make Weasel look bad, right? Hmm. Yeah. Are we? Is that like? I don't know. I didn't see I Weasel that much. I saw a bunch of Fight Gym Partners a Monkey. He was basically like a glorified like good guy in that sense. Like everyone loved him and mm-hmm. Baboon hated him and his like Baboon's goal was like to make him look bad as many times as he could. Failed every his single big time. red ass on yeah, any chance he they, got. Yeah, all he wore was a shirt sometimes and his ass would be out. And he used to, you know, Weasel was like, hey, Baboon, like, maybe you should wear pants. And Baboon would be like, no, like, it messes with my butt or something like that. So it's just like, I'm going to have to do that one because, you know, I, I, I did. it's not like I didn't like my gym partner as a monkey. But the only reason why he went to that school was because Lion was his last name. Like, that was it. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty dumb. Yeah, but then, but then he goes back back to like his human school for a little bit, and he's like a total freak. And he hates it. Yeah, he it? hates well, it. Yeah, yeah. Like he like puts his whole mouth on the drinking fountain and drinks water with his tongue and does weird shit. Mm-hmm. Because he's been yeah. around animals for like for God knows how long. Yeah. Then he ends up going back. Yeah. I don't know. I thought the personality sort of one was pretty cool. I used to like Windsor. I think was his name. He was a gorilla. But I'll just put I am weasel. Hmm. And then lastly, we have Summer Camp Island versus We Bear Bears. I haven't seen either of these. I like We Bear Bears. We Bear Bears, yeah. I've seen a few episodes of it. I I, I enjoy it like this. All right, guys, that's our last um unique show. Wait. So we've got. Now we've got to do the two brackets. No, I, the I two know. Brackets. No, yeah, right? I know. Yeah. Okay. No, I was, I was we're finishing you. up a slice of life, and then we'll be doing the semifinals. <clears throat> All right. So, Chowder versus Craig of the Creek. Chowder. 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 Yeah, I figured. I am Weasel versus Wee Bear Bears. Ooh, Wee Bear Bears. Wee Bear Bears. Yeah, I haven't uh, I haven't seen either of them much. And then Chowder versus We Bear Bears. Chowder. I will have to say Chowder, yeah. Rada, 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 rada. Now we take... So real quick, actually, because I forgot to mark it off. Did we vote Ed and Nettie or Dexter's Laboratory? Ed, Ed and Nettie. Ed, Ed and Nettie. Okay, I figured. All right. Semifinals. Scooby-Doo versus Ed and Nettie. 
Ooh. I just enjoy Ed and Eddie more. I like, I like Ed and Eddie. Ed, Ed and Eddie. To where, like, the character. Where are you kind of like... So I don't know. I don't like... You know, here here's my controversy. It's so unfair because... I know, because Scooby-Doo is a whole like franchise. Scooby-Doo's so, going like, to win every time if you give the whole free yeah. ad. I know, but that's all it says is Scooby-Doo. But like... I gotta say, when when uh, Christopher was born, and we were in the hospital for three days. We watched Boomerang like nonstop. Watched a whole bunch of those old Hanna Barbera cartoons. And maybe I'm just spoiled, but like I used, I loved them when I was a kid. Except Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry's perfect. But like the other, like even like Scooby Doo, where are you? I'm like, man, this has not aged very well. Like it is so cheap. It's unbelievable. Um, it is impressive for like what they had available back then, and a lot of it's quite stylistic. Like, it's fine, I've watched so I've watched like, so many '90s anime nowadays. Like the beginning of One Piece. Oh my god! It takes them like fifth or even Dragon Ball Z. If you watch Dragon mm-hmm. Ball Z nowadays, whenever they need to like pan the camera from left to right or like pan it, tilt it up and down, it takes rough. like a million years. Yeah, it mm-hmm. sucks. It's yeah, yeah, like. I like I I don't I don't hold what something looked like at the time against it, and especially with Scooby Doo. Like I guess people was just a piece of shit, but when I was stuck with it, it for three days, I did not like it. <laughs> it exists all the way through. Like I'm doing Ed and Eddie because the final movie that kind of like introduces Ed's oh brother my god, and how it brought it brought the whole thing, the whole thing full circle it was like it took a mm-hmm. i think at double d was like it was like a hundred episodes four specials in a movie but were finally popular or something like that and i was like yeah. oh it just melted my heart Fuck well you, that like you. he like <laughs> through like a technicality the original creator of ed ed and Eddie owns the exclusive rights to the series and the characters and like literally everything he did every once in a while Cartoon Network like approaches him about like doing a sequel series or like making more episodes, and he's like, "Fuck you!" No. He doesn't want to. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, he's he like, wants "I to told do adult animation, but he's like, none of it's good." Well, that needs like I've yeah. He's like, I did everything I wanted to do with that series. Like, I'm I'm good. I don't want to make more. That's it's fine, like, but like, man, like I think that's you should just man. he should just do an adult version of Ed Ed and Eddie. Just bring them back as adults. As long as he doesn't put it on Paramount, I'm okay. Why would it be on Paramount? It would be on Adult and, Swim. As long as, yeah. Someone did a fan project on YouTube. It's called Peach Creek. There's like three or four episodes. They're like really short, but it's supposed to be like them as teenagers. It's actually pretty cool. Um, Interesting. You should check it out. It's 10 minutes like total. It's not that much. Um, it's still yeah, crazy that the voice actor for Rolf was one of the original voice actors English Goku. voice actors for Goku. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. Um cuz you know heartbreakingly um the uh, creator Don Dilworth for Courage the Cowardly Dog, he hasn't gotten anything else since Courage the Cowardly Dog and he's been like begging Cartoon Network to like do a sequel Cartoon Net- or Car- Courage Cowardly Dog series. He wasn't involved with the Scooby-Doo movie at all. Like nothing. It's just cuz Courage is owned by Warner Brothers, so they can do whatever they want with them. Um, which I yeah. mean, I gotta say, after watching that movie a second time, once the rose 
tinted glasses comes off. Not that good of a movie. The plot it is literally there for fan service, which I'm cool with. If I feel like getting service, you watch that movie. But like, man, yeah. it is not not good. There's a lot of <laughs> Scooby Doo crossover movies that are like that. If I'm being honest, yeah, it's yeah. Um, Justice League versus Chowder. So did we all just collectively decide at Ed and Eddie over Scooby-Doo? Uh, at least me and Soybean did, and I yelled, fuck Scooby-Doo, because fuck Scooby-Doo. We're taking the yeah. monolith down. I went, <laughs> yeah, I went with Ed, Ed and Eddie, because, like, I th- just just for the sake of the competition, like, if we went with Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo's going to win, because it has six, like, fucking six decades on everyone else for the most part, so, mm-hmm. you know? You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, so set Justice League versus Chowder. Oh me. Well, <sighs> I'll probably be the outlier on this one. Chowder, baby. I'm gonna have to do Justice League. What a nerd! I know, but it's just like I'm like thinking of like everything that branched from Justice League, like even Batman Beyond came from the Justice League, like after like that sense, right? Like. Everything in that whole area was amazing because of Justice League. All these static shock that it got integrated into the DC universe, like all that whole, you know, genre. And Beyond technically happened like concurrently. True, 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 true. But they tied it in. They did a tied in episode where I think it was Starro that was like taking over Bat uh, Superman, and it, it was like it was like a weird like how they integrated it. it and answer the question between if the Green Lantern actually had a child with Hawkgirl, and they did, which was that character that was the the Hawkman of that universe of the, well, the future world, which was great too. I actually liked it, so I, I'm gonna have to say Justice League for this one. Go oh, Chowder. Chowder. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Justice League's a close that. second, but. I chose Chowder because it's going to make the final round all that more agonizing. It's going to be, it would be an easy, clean, open and shut case. Absolute blowout if, if it was Ed and Nettie versus Justice, Justice League. League. We're going to actually have to think about Ed and Ed, Ed so Nettie versus so it's Chowder. So Justice League, so you actually want Justice League. No, so I Justice actually want League Chowder. Okay, okay. No, I want Chowder. So Ed and Nettie versus Chowder. Our final for the Past the Brain Cell podcast Cartoon Network's Super Tune Showdown. Um, I think you guys know where I stand with this one. I Chowder? enjoy no enjoy it <laughs> much more than Chowder. I know it's supposed to be agonized, but like between those two, it's easy. If it were to be like Ed and Eddie versus like Billy and Mandy, that ooh, I don't know, that one would be a little bit closer. Or even like Fosters, but like even though I was just like Ed and Eddie. But like those two are, because then it... they never really got, was never really bad. Like even during its last season, where it was kind of not the best, it was still really funny. You know, yeah. like and we got all of our all the really good specials out of it. Like we got the Valentine's Day Halloween special out of it. I don't know if Christmas came during that time, but Jingle Jingle Jangle, I watched that every year. As a Christmas tradition, we watched the NNA special. So it's just NNA, man. It's a part, always been a part of my life. We watch it, you know. It's like regular show. It's in. We watch it at least once a year. 
So, and then Chatter we watch every once in a while if we're kind of in the mood for it. So, I think of that Netty, personally. I mean, if it's between, I love Chowder, don't get me wrong. I literally was re-watching it on Hulu the other day. But something about Ed, Ed, and Eddie, like the stupidity that they go through as characters just for these gigantic, unnecessarily large jawbreakers. Like, they destroyed friendships for these things, right? Like the, the schemes that they always got themselves into, the mm-hmm. canker sisters that were just these trailer park trash girls that just had infatuations with the Eds. It was. I'm gonna have to go. Easy that pickings, man. They should have gone for the bone. Like, come on, man. Yep. So easy. Yeah, I'm going for uh, Ed, Ed, and Eddie as well. <laughs> Supposed would you to be have, agonizing. Would you have chosen Justice League over Ed, Ed, and Eddie? I would have chosen Justice League over Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I would not have personally, but interesting. Yes. Ed, Ed, Eddie, maybe so. We took down Scooby Doo, but like Ed and Nay is also the other like monolith. I think of Cartoon Network original shows. I mean, it's like. I mean, I think Ed and Nay is just really popular in our personal like friend group. I think that it wouldn't be quite as high in other circles. No. But I mean, it's our age group and what we grew up with. I mean, my interest is why weren't you a fan of Steven Universe as we close this out, of course? It's not that I'm not a fan of stupid. Yeah, it's not that I'm not a fan of Stu- Steven Universe. My really good. experience with it is just more limited compared to what did it go up against again? It was um, Oliver. Over the over, garden. Oh, sorry, over, over the, the garden, garden wall. wall. Sorry, dude, that's like the coughing baby versus tactical nuke. Like you can't, you can't <laughs> put. That, that's like so. Like that's an unfair comparison. That's like fucking putting. I don't know some grad student like Scooby Doo versus from Cal Arts's. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's like putting some Cal Arts like student's final project like a five minute short up against the whole of spongebob like it's a masterpiece you can't you can't win that <laughs> i was choked on choked, like choked up a little you, you can't win that fight over the garden wall is one of the greatest things probably the greatest thing that like artistically that cartoon network has ever made and ever will make like there's nothing that compares and it, never beat, and it didn't even beat the second round but uh, yeah yeah like that, there's nothing that compares it's over the garden wall and, like it's and netty and touch and regular show i'm talking like i'm talking about over the garden wall like real um yeah i'm talking about like art here you know like it's not that ed ed and netty isn't art but like compared to over the garden wall it's like like comparing the catcher and the rye to like hop on pop the catcher and the rye versus hot wheels the world race yeah like over the garden wall like it's like it is incredible like don't get me wrong from what i've seen of steven universe i do enjoy steven universe but that's just such an unfair comparison mm-hmm. me and puppy cat yeah. was regrettably not on the bracket otherwise i would have put that a lot higher oh i love or um, what is it called? Oh my God, Bravest Warriors. 
I'm just curious though if it would have been like Scooby Doo versus Tom and Jerry. I wish Tom and Jerry would have been on that bracket. That would have been good. Yeah, because it's like it's not all just original shows because they had you know Scooby Doo on there, so they could have had more Hanna Barbera shows on there. But yeah, freaking uh. Tom and Jerry is super good, and uh, if you guys haven't ever seen Tom and Jerry Fast and the Furry, it is a ridiculous movie. They both get like race cars, and they—I—I I just like racing movies, I guess. You should watch uh, *Being Puppy Cat* there, um, exotic. It's on Netflix. I think we talked about this last week, but it's—I think uh, you'd—I en- so think you'd enjoy it. You've—you've you've tried it. I don't have Netflix anymore. Oh. Uh. Yeah, we had to wait till the end of the episode to get to that point. Uh, next week, when I do my Netflix Kid Show of the Week, it's going to be the last one, and then we'll probably just be oh. other kid shows. Yeah, mm. I know. Unless, so we were actually like borrowing it for someone, and then for some reason, it's not on the Xbox anymore. We still have it upstairs, but like, I don't want to go upstairs in our bedroom to watch it. I'd rather just watch yeah. it on the Xbox. So I might see if we can get back on the Xbox, but. Unless the password crackdown has happened, in which case we won't, and I'm not going to pay for it because it's way too expensive. Um, it has not happened, to my knowledge, because last night I um, turned one piece on to go to bed because I'm making it my mission to sleep, fall asleep to every episode of One Piece, which is going to take a really long time to do. Oh my but god! But I'm at least starting through Netflix. I love One Piece. I'm like I'm I'm watching everything that Netflix has. And I'm, I've slept through most of Any's lobby, which is like actually really, really far into One Piece, but also like nowhere, nowhere very far at all. But like, point being, that's on Netflix, and I use my family's Netflix. Um, my family is located in the same area that Exotic is, which I am not located in. So I would definitely be kicked off once the password sharing thing finally happens. And it has not happened yet. So I think you should be good if you speak to your um, contact about getting your Netflix back on the Xbox. Wait, uh, did you already do the segment for this episode where you talk about the Netflix Kids Show of the Week? Or... No, nah, because I wanted to wait for Lightfire to be here because it's absolutely disgusting. Honestly, I didn't even watch it. I don't want to watch it. It's fucking gross. Ooh. Did you There's try some... watching the one that I recommended you? Did um, I need you to send it to me? Because like I didn't go back and listen to what it was. Gotcha. I'll send like yeah. I'll send it on. I'll send it in our Discord messages again, which is where I sent it the first time. Oh, sorry. You're okay. You, did you hold on? Yeah. Oh well, I must have missed it. I apologize. You're all good. Damn sick burn hold- on the pod. Let's see. Oh, oh! I wonder what the hell that was. I, I, did, I got that out of context like days later. I was like, "What are you and talking you probably, about?" Yeah. I, okay. I, was, I think I was at okay. like work and remembered. Yeah, one of my castmates when I was in the play a few months ago was like talking. He's like, "Yo, if y'all are ever in the market for a kids show, y'all gotta watch this." And then we started the podcast like the week after, and ever mm-hmm. since then, it's just been in the back of my mind. So. Yeah, I, I think I've I've been told it's incredible. I think you'd enjoy it. Um, not a kids show, but hopefully once you get the Netflix situation thing figured out, you should watch Bee and Puppycat. I think you'd enjoy it more than um, Adventure Time. But you also like 
my god you have quite a list of things to watch after today like over the garden wall and infinity train and other stuff so also add bravest warriors you can watch that on youtube <laughs> eh, bravest warriors is all right i liked it I, i'm mad that they didn't continue it i liked bravest warriors it existed as long as it needed to like B and Puppycat came from the internet around the same era, but Netflix has actually picked it up and is making like <gasps> they are. That's what I've been saying, Soybean. Yes, I thought they um, were just putting it like I thought they were just like, well, you know his voice. It's a remaster slash recreation of the episodes that were on YouTube, and they're actually going to continue the story past that. So a lot of nice. season one is a remake of the original youtube series but it's and like they fix a lot of things and add a lot of context it's incredible um it's it's incredible and i will try to get a list compiled of all the things that all of us are supposed to collectively watch because mm -hmm. we've talked about watching a lot of things tonight maybe lightfire will do that when he listens to the episode he's a good list maker yeah thanks man yeah. the lightfire that isn't me yeah um so yeah with that um you have nothing to email about because we just talked about garbage do you agree that edna is the best cartoon network show i sure yes. think it is please um, please email us about your heated takes on what cartoons should have been better than the others and how dumb it was that one of the things literally came down to a coin flip yeah, <laughs> so funny. And then and then ended up getting beaten by an NA, so it didn't matter. Which one was that again? Um, it was regular show versus it was regular show or gumball? <laughs> regular show yeah. or gumball came down to a coin toss. Yeah, it's so funny. Um, you can send that to braincellpod at gmail.com. We're on Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast. If you listen anywhere else, you are still a fucking nerd. Um, so in the next couple weeks, actually, next week we're actually, if everyone's here, we're actually going to do um, Spouses of Gaming. Um, what's like the game with your spouse? Uh, what um, have you... If anyone out there is listening and wants to be my spouse between this week and next so I can actually participate in next week's episode, please let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll reach out to my Twitter followers again. Oh, yeah. It will be a, yeah, it will be a huge, um, basically... Um, profile thing for for Lightfire here. Uh, we're gonna show him off, and everyone's gonna see how great he is and why he should be his spouse. Um, after that, will be our first birthday episode. So we'll see whose whose birthday it's gonna be. Who? What the topic is? And what and what the topic is gonna be? Ooh, <laughs> so dumb. Um, yeah. So <laughs> the birthday the birthday boy will get to host the entire episode, um, and talk about whatever he wants to talk about. It is a crapshoot. Um, and then about uh, about a month later, we'll have another birthday episode. Who will host that? And we'll who what will the topic be about? Who knows? Ooh. But then Memorial Day, the Memorial Day weekend, or the um as Lightfire, real Lightfire likes to call it, uh sales on barbecues while we should be thinking about our armed service members. Um we will be releasing a road trip special. 
So what that's going to be is it will be a road trip length episode where each of us gets to run the show for an hour, about an hour each. Um, so it'll be a between three and four hour episode, or possibly five, depending on how long it, everything goes, to cover four or five hours of your road trip with fun, entertaining content. So looking forward to that. And with that, I have been your host, Exotic Minivan. As always, EJ Soybean. And signing off for the last time, at least under this name, um, actually, I will probably bring this back any other time that Lightfire is not here. So you'll probably see this name a lot more often than any of the other names that I've signed off under. This has been half Canadian half-American, all-around nightmare, Lightfire54. now not funny so hello and welcome to another what was that <laughs> oh that was me opening a door i'm sorry <laughs> oh you want to start from scratch oh sure sure yeah